Now, you know there's been a bit of, um, a bit of to and fro in the recent past between Hannibal and um, SWE because he was working for them and he wasn't working for them and he said that they'd shut down and they said they hadn't shut down and they weren't appearing on YouTube but now they are and um, I tuned in because I did enjoy the show I thought it was it gone off the boil a little bit but um, I really enjoyed it I thought I thought they were I did say at the time I'm pushing towards things and I'm wondering you know quite a few stars in there or starry uh, names not stars at the moment but uh, and you can holler if you if you hear me on that one but people who have name recognition so I was interested to see this and I'm not sure when this is from SWE Fury 228 it looks like a continuation but Certainly there's something from the past. There's stuff from angles that, that angles are mentioned that I think, surely we've already had that, haven't we? It's not already happened. I'm a little bit confused. It wouldn't be the first time. We start with the boogeyman, unfortunately, and Zula, unfortunately, and um, he smashes the clock over his head, stands at ringside, he's doing the worms in the mouth thing and she's fighting uh, uh, Micah Madrid now Micah takes it to her to begin with um, knee to the back of the neck in the corner that's nice Some quite robust knees to the face as well yeah absolutely and then the win comes after a quite poor Zula splash over the top then there's some worm biz afterwards I don't want to go too much into that and I also don't want to go too much into Nigel Rabbit being here before their sort of hiatus um, from YouTube, I hadn't seen him much, and I thought he'd gone. I, I kind of hoped he'd gone, but he hasn't. He's still there, and um, he has Crimson and uh, and Jacks with him um, as a tag team, and um, he'll make another appearance later on. Unfortunately. Then we've got Trevor Murdoch versus Jeremy Wyatt for the NWA National Championship. Well, Trevor is now the NWA champion. So they mentioned about uh, Nick Aldis being the champion in this. It's a repeat this. I saw this a while ago. It's all right. But it's a repeat. And then we've got a uh, six-man tag. Abel Andrew Jackson, or Abel Andrew Anderson, as they call him first, because Andrew Anderson is on the other side. Frank Thomas and Adam Asher, who are not mainstays or at the top of the tree. For, I mean, they're not rubbing shoulders with Charlie Haas, the, the, the heavyweight champion or anything. And they're fighting Crimson and James Zane. James Zane? Jack Zane? Jack Zane. Jack Zane. Jack Zane? Anyway, Zane, who's um, part, of, um, part of Nigel Rabbit's stable. And Andrew Anderson. Now... Correct me if I'm wrong, but when I remember before the hiatus from YouTube, they, um, BH, before hiatus rather than AH, after hiatus, I remember that there was a solicitor who's mentioned by the commentary in this match, in this match he mentions it, who was involved and smacked Anderson on the back of the, the neck and head with, it, with his suitcase and he was feuding with the stable. Well, he's in the stable now. 
Anyway, more of that later on. It gets a bit more confusing. Early on, the crowd cheer a drop kick and a corner splash. I mean, I don't know if it's piped in, but they seem to be quite excited by that. Okay, each to his own. There's a nice Zane belly to back, and there's some good stuff here. Anderson tags himself in because he sees a chance of a pin, but the rabbit stable are distracting the refs. We can't get the pin. But I thought you were friends. Asher then has a pin, but the ref stops suddenly. Uh, the commentary commentator, it's a one-man booth, has to explain it was a distraction. Don't, I think it was just that nobody quite knew what to do. I thought he, I thought he counted three. But anyway, it's a bit of a hiatus there. Then Rabbit does the same thing, prevents a pin that Anderson might be getting, and he pulls him into the ring, and Jackson Crimson lay into him. So he's no longer a member of the Rabbit Empire, apparently. Well, he wasn't before. He'd already left. Had he come back during the hiatus from YouTube? And now he's gone again? It really was rather poor, this. I wasn't too happy with it myself. Then we've got Demos, who are a think tank in the UK, with Teal Piper versus Ed Stone. Sullivan, Ed... uh, Not Ed Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. Ed Sullivan will be something else entirely. Kevin Sullivan talks about the Piper curse. He's never held a major title, apparently. Well, apart from the WWE Intercontinental title. I mean, that might be a major title, Kevin. Apart from that, nothing. Okay, it's not great, this. There's a there's a, a nice Demos DDT and a vertical suplex. But Ed Stone has the smarts, you see. Gets Teal Piper involved and wins with his feet on the ropes. He fooled him. We won't get fooled again. But you, you did, um, Demos. I mean, you know, Demos in, in the UK may be a think tank, but that's not really, it seems from this match, what you are. You might be, but not at the moment. Okay, and now we've got from the main event, which looks like it's, I think it might be from a different event, I don't know. It's Mantel versus Hernandez, who's been looking for a title, it's for the Texas title. It, it looks like it's the first time it's been contested. And um, Hernandez doesn't like the crowd, because they're not with him. They're with Mantel, who used to be Moonshine Mantel, and now he's just Mantel. Yeah, that's a nice Mantel piece. They don't say that, but um, they could do. Anyway, there is some good action here, including a huge dive over the top by Hernandez, and then when it goes to the outside, and Mantel likes it outside, the crowd are scattering hither and thither, because he's taking them over to one side, over to the other side, really nice actually that and then here's the cross face Hernandez taps I thought Hernandez being bigged up and being a big name would be all over that I thought he'd be I thought he'd be having a good time with that I thought he'd win it well I was swerved well done SWE and now we've got Charlie Haas in the ring with the rest of privilege that's um, Rodney Mack and that other bloke the one who hasn't got a title him yeah Long piece by Charlie Haas in which he calls everyone out, including, I think, Buddy Rogers, including George Hackenschmidt. I think he called, not necessarily, but he calls loads of people out. Some of them, he says he didn't even know their work very well. Still calls them out. Anybody with a title. And then we've got him for the heavyweight title versus Carlton Eagley. Is he the number one contender then, Carlton? Never seen him before on SWE. 
If I have, it's only once. Has he worked his way up to be number one contender? Well, he doesn't really put together a, a good showing here. Ends with a lariat for Charlie Haas. That's it. This is not a good episode. I have to say that. It doesn't have any excitement, particularly. It's got some really hokey stuff. And it looks like a bit of a struggle. I mean, they are coming back, perhaps. So, got to leave it for a while to see if they re-establish themselves. But really, I can't see too much more of this before I think... I, I think I'll leave it. Let's see what happens in the next one, eh? Ta-ta.